Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joining us, Sky Sports voice of rugby, the great man, Tony Johnson, 2 o'clock every Thursday. TJ, what a day. All black naming day. Yeah, hiya, Staffy. Um, interesting selection. Probably all round a stronger team. I, I, I'm a bit surprised that uh, they haven't picked Sam Whitelock, but they've given some reasons for that. Um, but, yeah, it all shapes up. Springboks, clearly they've targeted this um, bonus uh, with a sort of a, a first-and-a-half string or a semi-second string team just dealing to the Aussies last week. So that, they'll be in a good spot. It, it's all shaping up very nicely for the resumption of this uh, the best rivalry in rugby. Oh, it is. Four years since they've been here too, TJ. Um, we played them twice in South Africa last year, but... Uh, the talking points that have come from our listeners today, TJ, um, some raised eyebrows, not uh, a few concerns. Bowden Barrett retains the 15 jersey. Will Jordan gets back on the park. I feel like most of New Zealand wanted to see him have a crack in the 15 jersey, but Ian Foster clearly sees him as a wing. Um, well, I think more to the point, he, they clearly see Bowden Barrett as a, as a fullback, and I think this was flagged right at the beginning of the year. Uh, they, they like having... Um, to be able, or players that can switch roles. So, you know, they like having the, the, the dual first receivers. They, they think that Barrett reads the play uh, nicely at the back and probably offers more to the team from the backfield. And that means Will Jordan goes to the wing. Now, I, I think we all know that uh, fullback is where Will Jordan's best position is. Uh, and hopefully he will get an opportunity at some point to play you know, in this rugby championship or in one of the British Low Cup tests at fullback, for, but for the moment, I think they're really betting in this a, a system, an attacking system that you'd have to say worked pretty well last week against the Pumas. Uh, Richie Maunga wins the 10 jersey as well. I mean, people um, are quite surprised that Damien McKenzie did little wrong for the last 79 minutes of the test match last week. Um, do you just feel, is it a tactical thing? What is it? Oh well, I still think they see Richie Maung as their as their first choice at number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the incumbent there. I think they'll be thrilled with what they got from Damien McKenzie, apart from that rather ropey start to the game where they sort of almost fluffed their lines uh, in in the first minute and coughed up a try. Um, but from there on, and what you it was so impressive about it was his willingness to take the ball right on the line. Um, you know, flat passes right in the face of the defence. And, of course, it just opens up so many possibilities. And it's typical of the rather fearless approach with which Damien McKenzie plays. So he, that's an absolute plus because it means that's an option that they've got. But I think you go back to a test like this where it's going to be very much, there's going to be a lot of tactics involved. They, they see Richie Maunga as their, as their number one playmaker. And, and so I, I'm not at all surprised that he's playing. Uh, halfbacks will work our way in, TJ. Oh, actually, before we leave the back line, um, we'll go to halfback. Rico and Geordie, I think um, probably their best test match as a combination together last week and get a chance to cement that this week. Well, what was really good about the way they played last week in, in terms of their back play was just the direct running of those two. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of missed tackles, I think, that they probably would have worked on, but I think Ioane might have fallen off a couple. 
and that, that's something that they've got to keep looking at. Um, but uh, I, I just think in, in terms of their attack, um, I, I just liked the way, you know, Geordie Barrett, who, who probably didn't have his happiest um, Super Rugby campaign, he, you know, he came back um, into this chess match you know, and bought what we know he can bring, which is a, a very powerful presence in the middle of the park. His defensive work was excellent, um, but it's just the straight running lines. Uh, and then, of course, if anything does open up, you know that Rico Ioane in particular has just got that lightning acceleration. So I think that that's a combination they want to keep working on. I mean, you know, what you're seeing here is pretty close, with perhaps the exception of uh, the wings. It's getting pretty close to what they what they're looking at in terms of their number one back line. Midfield-wise, um, not many people in New Zealand would know the midfield of the Springboks better than you. Lacanio Arm and Damien Dalende, what a, oh, what a spicy match-up, these two midfields. Yeah, that, that is a, a, a tremendous... They're, 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 obviously, you always look at the Springboks and you look at this massive forward pack they've got, and that's, that's the key to their game, and everything revolves around that. But... Uh, and I see Fafta Clerk has uh, come back into the side. He's going to play at halfback. Uh, so you kind of know what you're going to expect. But when they do choose to move the ball, there are plenty of threats there. Mm. Um, you know, Mpimpi and Colby on the wing uh, can be uh, electrifying runners. But again, uh, Delendi, who I-, I thought for a while there was, a, 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 to me, a bit of a fear that they were turning him into a, a, too much of a crash bash merchant. But he's just too good for that. Uh, he, he's a he's a better player than that. And Um is a is a remarkable player. So, yeah, the, the thing is, you tend to stereotype the Springboks as being totally about their forward play. The difference is, is that whereas the All Blacks, I think traditionally, are looking to attack all the time, the Springboks are prepared to bide their time. But when they get half a sniff, um, that you know, and and especially you know with Willie uh, Larue, Willie Larue at fullback, just orchestrating things, just coming up and providing a, a, a touch here and there. They're, they're a dangerous backline as well. This is this is a very, very impressive-looking Springbok side. I remember when Faf de Klerk was um, picking us apart a little bit, uh, people were wondering if his middle name was Boxkick. Do you think that they'll stick with that? Uh, well, you stick with what you're good at. I think you, you will see a lot of it. I mean, it's just part and parcel of his game, and they get good pay out of it. Uh, and so... Yeah, it's another reason why having a, a converted, like a, a, a winger stroke uh, or fullback stroke winger on the right wing like Will Jordan, uh, you know, he's good under the high ball and, and they're certainly he, he's going to get a, a fair bit of airmail coming his way. Uh, but as I say, I, the other thing about the Springboks too, you look at that bench. I mean, you've got Marks, you've got Snayman, Dutoy, Vermeulen. They've got a, a, a 6-2 split which means, you know, they, they certainly don't want anything to go wrong injury-wise in their back line. But when you can bring, you know, tanks like that, and, and I, you know, I mean very good, I mean as a compliment, that's a hell of a strong bench too, but it's also another indicator as to the way they're going to play the game. Were you surprised at the... Actually, no, I'll do the forwards. No, I'll do the reserves because we're talking about the reserves. Caleb Clark, who's basically a left wing at international rugby, a one-position man, 
strategically, um, it's been suggested to me that he will come on, Talia will go to the right wing, uh, Bowden Barrett will go to first five, and Will Jordan to fullback. Can they plan something as strategic as that um, and then hope there's no injuries? Because Caleb oh, Clark, who's a one-position guy, um, you usually see yeah. multi-position guys on the bench. It's, it's a bit of a luxury, but of course, don't forget, you know, Anton Leonard-Brown's out of action at the moment, and he, he's a guy that often provides that multifunctional role. Yeah, I sort of thought maybe McKenzie could have been on the bench. Caleb Clark, I think it has to be said, we all know what a devastating player he can be, but he was one player who perhaps didn't didn't really set the house on fire last week, and maybe they're giving him another chance. And again, just a little bit of impact talk there, that if they can bring a guy like him, also Samasoni Taukeaho, I think that's a sign that they want to make sure uh, that they get their line out right. Uh, Cody Taylor is obviously a very reliable line out thrower, um, and then bring Tokiaho on you know, later in the game for impact off the bench, ball in hand. Um, but uh, as I say, the best laid plans, where these um, strategic sort of plans sometimes come unstuck, as if there's an injury, um, and so they won't want that coming into the play too, you know, too early in the piece. Uh, Shannon Frizzell uh, rightly rewarded for a, a very good test match last week, but uh, again, huge difference in opposition. Uh, there'll be a lot of spotlights on him, I'd imagine, in Penrose on Saturday. Well, the challenge now is for him to, to produce that again, back to back against the Springboks, because no question he brings a, a, a physical edge. His ball carrying, again, very direct. His line out work at the back also was excellent. And, uh, you know, that's one thing. Franco Mostert, who's uh, playing on the side of the scrum for the Springboks, he's really a lock. And and so you've got that extra uh, height that they've got. Um, But also, I just think his ability to hit hard in the tackle is going to be really important because he's going to have plenty coming his way. So, yeah, I think he, he, he certainly earned another opportunity. I don't think his... That much as I, I'm, I'm keen to see him in action, I'm not sure that this is the, the optimum time, say, to bring a guy like um, Sammy Penny Finau into the mix. Uh, they've got Vai and, and Papali'i on the bench. They're seasoned players at test level, and, and I, I think there's a very good reason for that. We will see a new cap. People keep saying if he gets on the field, he will get on the field. The whole front row is always replaced. Tamaiti Williams, special moment for this young but big, big man from Kaio in the far north. Yeah, and just further evidence that there's a, a bit of a changing of the guard going on. You know, Lomax and De Groot start again. Uh, yes, they were particularly in De Groot's case playing against a guy who hadn't played a lot of rugby in the last uh, 12 months. But still, uh, you don't get to play uh, for an English club in the in, in the English league if you're not a good scrummager. And Ethan De Groot just made absolutely um, mincemeat of him last week. Uh, th- this will be a tougher challenge, but yeah. I, those two, plus you bring uh, Williams, who's a, who's a young player, into the fold. One of the great strengths that he brings is an ability to play uh, both sides of the scrum, and, and that that could be, you know, a, a very good asset. I mean, primarily, probably you see him as a, a loose head, but I also think he's capable of playing very well on the tight head side as well. So, yeah, he, he he's earned this. This is a, a decision that has been made, and it is always, you know, encouraging to see that they are prepared to reward form because his form during Super Rugby was outstanding. 
tactically, and it's and about, another another Northland All Black too, which is which is always good to see. Yeah, I think I read it's either the fourth or fifth in twenty years, which is just brilliant, um, just brilliant for Northland. Um, I'm going to ask you to read the tea leaves a little bit tactically. How different do you think the strategy of both teams will be? Um, well, as I say, with the Springboks, you kind of know what you're going to get, but you have to be wary of when they just change gear um, and, and you know, at, at the chance, you know, a half chance presents itself. Uh, they know how to take it through those those wingers of theirs. So I think uh, I'm, I'm sure the All Blacks will, will try and play the way they played last week, but they're not going to be able to until they, at least unless they get some parity up front, and that's going to be the big challenge uh, against that Springbok pack. I think if they're able to play the game, if they're able to dictate the tempo of the game, then I think that augurs well for them. Uh, because, it, look, it's the one thing I would say about the Springboks, as much as you know, it's a very impressive side, it is an ageing team. Um, some of these guys are starting to get on a bit. Some of them have played um, you know, a, a long, long season behind them in the Northern Hemisphere. And some of them have been carrying injuries as well. Etzebeth, you know, hasn't had a lot of rugby recently, for example. He's captaining the side, but God, we all know what an absolutely phenomenal player he is. So, uh, you know, if they are able to, I'm sure they would like to dictate the tempo of the game and move the Springboks around. But man, it is a lot easier said than done. Yeah, it is. And, and the news of uh, the sad news that even Etzebeth lost his father last night or the night before, and now there's doubt over whether he'll play. I, I think he'll probably play, but um, he can do whatever he feels is the, the right yeah, thing to uh, do. That is, yeah, absolutely tragic. Um, very difficult situation to be in. Uh, <clears throat> it would be an inspiration to his team if he played, and, and that may be a reason why he sticks. But, uh, you know, anyone who's who loses their father, you know, just how, how devastating that can be. Um, so, yeah, it's sympathies to the big man, that's for sure. Definitely is. Um, a quick touch on Australia-Argentina. Um, quite a hard game to pick, but Eddie Jones makes more headlines than his team do, TJ. Yeah. Um, look, I, I thought they'd be a bit better than they were last week. Um, and, and maybe it's just because... You know, they've gone with this, they've rolled the dice and bringing players back from offshore, uh, the likes of Will Skelton, uh, Samu Karevi. Um, look, maybe it might take a while for that to gel. I, I just think they got their game plan horribly wrong, or either that they went out there and they, they went off the script because the, the amount of ball they kicked away was just ridiculous. And I, I don't know whether that was part of the plan and they just executed it badly or whether it was a bad plan either way they got well and truly stuffed by something well short of a being a, a first choice springbok team um the, the the snipey stuff at the end of it came look i i i, I kind of understand to a degree um that what he was quoted as saying and what he was trying to say or what he effectively said weren't quite the same thing and it's very much a case you know, in, in the media. I mean, you look at the, um, just changing tack here, but you, you look at the initial outcry over the Sam Kane thing. Um, the uproar on Sunday night in the TV news was all about one piece of vision on TikTok, mm. which showed Sam Kane rather forcefully tripping up a young spectator. What that TikTok didn't show was what was going on elsewhere. There were 10 to 20 other ones running around 
jostling players who'd had um, uh, laser lights shone in their eye during the game, all that sort of thing. So it wasn't the full story. And again, I'd say with Eddie Jones that maybe what he was quoted as saying and, and what he meant to say weren't quite the same thing. And when someone fired back at him a little bit tongue-in-cheek about, uh, you know, you're glad you weren't playing a full-strength Springbok thing, uh, he got a rise out of Eddie, for sure. And uh, if you've seen the longer clip, it, it wasn't just one snipe at the actual conference. He kept going at him afterwards as well. Um, he, yeah, you're right. Big headline. And he, Eddie is always quite happy to take the heat off his players in a way like that. But the, the, the fact is, I, I'd say they've had a pretty tough week on the training field this week, Australia, and they're going to have to be a whole lot better uh, against a, a wounded Pumas team this week. Yes, indeedy. All right, TJ, uh, really brilliant to talk to you every Thursday. It's just going to get better and better week by week, Thursday by Thursday, my friend. Can't wait till uh, we chat to you next week. Cheers, Steph. Good man. There he is, the great man, Tony Johnson, joining us every Thursday at two o'clock, uh, someone texts in during that chat saying, who is the referee? I can tell you the referee uh, is Matthew Reynal. Remember him? Matthew Reynal, the Frenchman, uh, assistant referees of Angus Gardner and Pierre Brousset. French and, of course, Angus is Australia. And Ben Whitehouse, I think, is, I think, Welsh. Uh, and then our next game uh, in Australia. Yeah, that's our next game. Uh, Wayne Barnes is our referee. Best in the world. Best in the world. Get over that World Cup one. Get over that forward pass. You ask any referee in the world and they say Wayne Barnes is the best. I think he's going to retire at the end of the World Cup. Maybe. Maybe not. So they are the referee appointments actually. Refereeing Australia, Argentina this weekend. Yako Paper. Assistant referees, couple of Kiwis, Paul Williams and James Dolman. And the TMO is Marius Jonka, the other South African.